Welcome to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, a reformed corporate workaholic turned health and wellness advocate and women's fitness coach. I'm also mum to an energetic little boy and Aussie expat with a passion for embracing ways to live a renewed, healthier way of life. Join me each week as I share hints, tips, and real conversations on all things health, fitness, and well-being to help make a healthy move for a life that you love. Hey there, and welcome back to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen into this week's episode and spend a little bit of your day with me. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you've been tuning in week to week, a really big thank you to you from me. I've really enjoyed hearing feedback with so many of you tuning in and for your ratings and your reviews. And if you do love tuning in each week and haven't already done so, it would be so amazing if you could just spend a little bit of time to write me a quick review as it really does help me to get the podcast into more listeners' ears and enable me to assist others with a healthy move too. So this week I'm chatting about the right time to exercise. Now it's a common question that I get asked and I always love answering this one. There are arguably reasons for the best time to move your body at different times of the day, but right up front I'm going to say that this will be different for everyone. So there is no blanket response to this like the winner is morning time or evening time or at fasted or after meal times. And there is also going to be some individuals out there where it's just not possible to exercise at either the same time of day from day to day or week to week because they are shift workers or parents with changing schedules or whatever the reason really. But just don't use that reason as an excuse not to move your body and get started on your healthy move. I sometimes feel like people ask me about when is the right time to exercise die because they are either procrastinating about it and perhaps asking for permission to get started or I guess find an easier way to stick with their workout plan. And I think this is a fair and validated feeling because it can be super hard to find motivation to get a workout done and to stay consistent with it. I honestly struggle with this too, but for me, it's about consistency, discipline and making exercise work at times that suit your personal situation best. And at a time that you know you have the best chance of sticking to it, and getting it done on a consistent basis for long-term results. Now, having said all that, I'm going to go through quickly the pros for working out at different times of the day. And from there, I hope you find something that resonates with your personal situation. So let's get started with morning workouts. Now, firstly, I know there's a few of you out there already thinking something like, oh, but I'm not a morning person. But if there's a chance that maybe you are hitting that snooze button way too often and you need a reason to get out of bed, morning workouts can be a fantastic way to set you up for the rest of your day. Now, I know from my own personal experience that I used to dread getting out of bed early in the morning. 
But once I made changes to my nighttime routine and got the support I needed in my household to work around my little man, morning workouts have now become my preferred time to work out and it suits my personal situation as well. And that's going to be different for everybody. Now, morning workouts can leave you really energized with an amazing buzzing feeling of endorphins ready to get on with the rest of your day. For me, it's a surefire way to kickstart my morning and it is also a way for me to ensure that I get it done. Off the to-do list bright and early so nothing else that crops up during the day or the evening gets in my way of keeping that workout commitment to myself. Now, if you have kiddos and another care in the household, getting a morning workout in before others wake can also be a great way to ensure you get it done. Ensure your partner is obviously aware of your intention to work out so they can be ready to jump in and lend a hand if there's any little kids with nighttime wakings to attend to so that you can be rested and fresh to get to your workout first thing in the morning. It's a great way of taking a little me time for yourself without it creeping into the rest of your day and it will really make you feel energized to tackle the rest of your to-do list or even just give you the space for other things that you need to get done during the day or perhaps even get off to work feeling good. If you still have little ones waking or feeding during the night, early mornings may not be a good idea for you just yet. Let's be completely realistic there. Please don't feel like you need to find a way to make a morning workout work for you and accept that you are in a different season of life and it's just not practical to make a morning workout work, especially a very early morning workout um, that may not be suitable for you for this moment in time. Some people also believe that fasted morning workouts are beneficial to help you burn fat stores. As you typically haven't eaten for a long period of time since you've been in sleep mode or you've actually been asleep, technically this makes sense since the body usually relies on the fuel you have consumed during eating for energy um, and to work out. So if you head to your workout in a fasted state upon waking, your body is actually depleted of glucose for energy and instead you will rely on your fat stores for this activity at this time of the day. Now, some would argue, is working out fasted a healthy thing to do? Look, yes, for shorter workouts, it would generally be okay. But if you are completing a longer or super intense workout, fasting beforehand may result in potential side effects like dizziness, lightheadedness or fainting from a lack of fuel. So just be aware of this and ensure you do evaluate the safety value of your health before working out in a fasted state or in any state for that matter, particularly if you have been prone to fainting or lightheadedness in the past. Now I do work out fasted, but I have been used to doing this Um, for a long period of time. So please just make sure that it is safe for your particular situation. Now, recently there have also been some studies to show that there is little to no difference working out fasted. So perhaps don't hang your hat on that reason just yet, unless it's something that I guess you're already used to um, and ready to do. Now, at the end of the day, if weight loss is your goal, aim for a calorie deficit where you burn more calories 
than what you consume. It's pretty simple, really, um, regardless of the time of day that you choose to work out. So in contrast, evening workouts could be more of your thing, especially if you already have a lot of morning commitments or need to wait for other adults to be available to tag team around childminding. Perhaps you're also resigned to not being a morning person. And just remember that no one is giving out gold stars or badges of honor for morning workouts. So please don't feel like you need to drag yourself out of bed if it's just not your thing. And also don't feel like you need to do a morning workout, particularly if it puts more pressure on your morning schedule and possibly others in the household than what is necessary because you are just going to end up resenting working out and quite possibly lose motivation fast to keep going. Evening workouts also have their share of benefits. And I personally used to love a good evening workout back in my corporate days because it suited my particular situation at that time. Evening workouts are a fabulous way to release the stress of whatever has taken place that day. And I used to find it particularly helpful after a long day of big boardroom meetings and workplace stress. An evening workout can be something to look forward to at the end of the day and also serve as a reminder to switch off and finish whatever, whatever other commitments you've had during the day in a timely way. Having somewhere to be, I know like a fitness class or a strict time for your workout can also really help you manage your day time schedule to ensure that other things get done beforehand. And if you don't get them done, you can use your workout that you've already got scheduled in and committed to get done as a little pause to let out the stress and regain some energy so that you are then refreshed and ready to tackle whatever task you needed to finish off before bedtime comes past. Now you may work out harder with evening exercise as well to let out any built up energy from the day and evening exercise may also help you sleep more soundly as you're using up that last bit of energy from the day. But be warned though that this may have the opposite effect for some people who may get re-energized from a workout. So my suggestion is to not leave it too late in the day for an evening workout unless you know it will actually help you sleep rather than hinder it. And for daytime caregivers who can hand kid duties off to another member of the household, an evening workout may also present a window of opportunity for you to have some me time, allowing you a chance to rebalance and create some much needed energy and strength for yourself after spending a big day with little ones, which can be quite challenging sometimes. Daytime or lunchtime workouts are also another way to squeeze in exercise time to your life. And it's often overlooked by a lot of people. Look for pockets of time that make sense to your lifestyle, your schedule, your family or your work life. For those working and doing, say, a lot of meetings by phone, can you perhaps squeeze in a walk while you talk for exercise? Perhaps you can even hold a meeting with other team members while you all walk together. Now, that's not going to suit everyone, but just something to think about if it suits your particular workplace situation. Now, I know this works really well for my husband where he does hour-long phone call meetings or sometimes even long, longer. So, 
he can walk while he talks or listens. And this is a great way for him to get in some low impact, steady state cardio exercise. And for parents with little ones, nap time may also present an opportunity for you to squeeze in a workout. And I know nap time is a window that I used to use for an express workout when my little guy was a baby. And I would literally put him down to a nap with my workout gear on and ready to go. Now, as he got older, though, this became more tricky with shorter nap times, at which point I then switched into morning workouts. And these have pretty much been what I've been doing as a time slot ever since then, mainly due to routine and habit, but also because I really enjoy starting my day that way and it works for my schedule. And I also have the help that I need in order to get that done. And now this brings me back to my original point at the start of this episode. At the end of the day, there's not going to be a magical time that appears on your schedule or a magical pill that makes you want to get up and move your body. It really comes down to discipline and making it important enough for you to make the time to get it done. Sure, there are things that will help you want to make it a priority, like finding something that you love to do to move your body or grabbing an accountability buddy. But at the end of the day, you need to make time in your week to get it done. And if you do find it tricky to be accountable to your own self, get a coach so that you make that commitment. This will keep you disciplined as with a coach, you are highly unlikely to back out of something that you have outlaid both time and money to. And please remember, the more we take care of ourselves, the more we have time to give to others. There is no perfect time to work out. Rather, you should simply make a time that suits you the best. We truly don't ever find time, but we make time if it's important to us. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope you found some little gold nuggets of helpful things that you can either relate to or implement for your healthy move. And please do get in touch and let me know what you love about today's episode. You can DM me or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I love seeing what you're doing while you're listening too. My handle is at a healthy move and I look forward to you tuning in again next time. I'll chat to you again soon. Thanks so much for joining me and I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, please share the love and tell your friends about the podcast. I would be super grateful if you could rate, review or subscribe to help more people embrace a healthy move. For more resources or details about today's episode, you can head on over to ahealthymove.com or reach out to me with your thoughts and ideas about the podcast anytime via Instagram. My handle is at ahealthymove and I'll chat to you on the next episode real soon. Oh, 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 o